Welcome to Fear and Greed, the week ahead. I'm Sean Aylmer and as well, I was going to say as always, but really he's been away in Greece for the last four weeks, but he rejoins us today, our favourite economist, resident economist, dare I say, Stephen Kukulis. Stephen, welcome home. It's great to be back in many ways, but boy, it was a wonderful holiday. How was Greece? Now, Kukulis, I'm guessing that that is a Greek surname. It is indeed. And uh, while we didn't have the top priority to go and search for our roots back around uh, the Greek islands, we did happen to go to an island called Tinos where my grandfather was born. So oh, wow. we explored there, found the little house where he apparently was born and saw the Kukulis sort of name plaque, if we can call it that, above the, the door of a shop where we ah. beautiful Greek coffee and a piece of baklava to celebrate. So it was ah, a fantastic. wonderful trip. Thanks, mate. Were you back in time for the Melbourne Cup? I was. I got back just in time and to sort of pay for part of the cost anyway, yeah. managed to nab the winner. And Well, um, well done. Uh, emotion, which came third at 50 to 1, $9 a place. I managed to have a, a few uh, dollars each way on, on that one as well. So it turned out to be a very, very good day. Ah, well done. But it, well, I mean, last week was a big week for the races, also a big week for interest rates here and in the US. And in the UK, the, the sort of the rate hiking cycle continues unabated around the world. Now, the RBA only went 25 and uh, the Fed went 75. The Bank of England went 75. So, yeah, we've still got pretty aggressive rate hiking cycles going on. For our friends at the RBA, uh, they're unlike the other central banks, which are obviously hiking by a bigger amount and to higher levels of uh, interest rates. Dr. Lowe's seemingly having a good look at the global economy and risks of recession. He's looking at the fact that there's already 275 basis points of hikes in the pipeline already. So mm. he's just being, I guess, a little cautious that he doesn't want to hike too much too late when there's already clear evidence of you know economic weakness next year globally, a risk of that sort of infecting Australia next year. So he's taking a more softly, softly approach. Do you think one is better than the other? Is the situation in Australia perhaps not as bad in terms of inflation expectations as it is in the US and UK? Yeah, look, that's a really good point because the inflation rate in the US and the UK is materially higher than here in Australia. Yeah, we, we have the forecasts from the RBA saying that inflation is going to hit 8% in the December quarter before it eases. You know, in the UK and the US already it's been at 9 and 10%. So yeah. yeah, that extra you know percentage point or two sort of reflected in the percentage point or two difference in the cash rate, if you want to put it in those sort of simplistic terms. So the RBA probably doesn't have as much to do as the other central banks and it's certainly sounding as if they're yeah, – they're just being ultra cautious right now. They, they don't want to have their fingerprints on a 2023 recession. Now, Stephen, I don't want to put it on you because you <laughs> skipped the country when we had rate rises, we had the federal budget, all sorts of things going on. We had the inflation figures while you were away as well. Suddenly we hit this week and uh, not a lot going on. I mean, what a way to come back. It's coming back to a quiet week, so it's a chance for me to catch up on a lot of paperwork and yeah. do a bit of um, a bit of a look at some of the uh, other trends that have come through. But yes, that flood of information a couple of weeks ago is really important. You know, the budget was well, it was sort of down the line. I don't think it was either massively positive or more negative for that matter. It was one of those more uh, housekeeping efforts from from the new government. I think they're they're saving their big bang sort of policy changes for the May budget next year. But this week it's it's a very quiet one for new on the economy locally. So what about job ads? I suppose whenever I look at the economy and you see an unemployment rate of 3.5%, for all the bads that are out there, inflation, energy prices, when people can get a job, that's a good thing. 
Yes, and we should celebrate that. Yeah, one of the things that I think we need to step back when we're saying, oh, yeah, there's rate hikes and there's housing pain and, yeah, as you said, the energy costs, which which will be a huge issue. There's no doubt about that. But a 3.5% unemployment rate is terrific news. It is a 48-year low. It's a number that most people in their working lives have never seen. And the job ad series, look, this this is the question that will be feeding into the RBA deliberations in the months ahead. Is the labour market tracking to a weaker path. And by that, I mean that slowdown in economic activity that seems to be reasonably clear now will probably cause the unemployment rate to creep up. So the job ad series will be really important to see whether there's another fall because the last couple of months there's been a clear sort of peaking. There's been a little bit of a fall from admittedly a very, very high level, but another fall of, you know, three, four, five percent month on month would sort of signal that perhaps some of the hot demand for labour is coming to an end. And we've got both consumer and business confidence readings this week as well. And what a contrast they are. We consumers are as glum as can be. You know, the, those measures are consistent with recessions previously. And look, I think it's the explanation's clear that the, the cost of living pressures are sort of hitting people very hard. The interest rate hikes that have been delivered are causing people to sort of fear that not, not only are they forking out many hundreds of dollars per month extra in their mortgage repayments, but they're worried now that house prices are falling. So, gee, you know, mm. I pay top dollar at the top of the market for housing. So that's feeding into the consumer side. In contrast, the business surveys are are pretty positive. If you look at the expectations for forward orders, for profitability, these sorts of indicators and just the broad confidence measure for the business sector, they're doing okay. So we've got this sort of multi-speed economy where consumers are gloomy, but businesses are sitting there pretty optimistic. It'll be interesting to see whether there's any reversal in that trend. So Stephen, this is your first full week back in the office. Yes. Are you looking forward to it or did you go away and you just thought, oh, why do I do this for a living? A bit of both. <laughs> um, tumbleweeds there, Stephen, tumbleweeds. <laughs> uh, yeah, the uh, I had to sort of uh, give a polite answer there, but <laughs> look, it's fantastic. Seeing the world is not is terrific. Yeah. Look, I love my job too and I love economics too, but yeah. gee, I did buy that ticket in the Powerball. I didn't win it, unfortunately. Ah. Had, I, had I done that, I might have said goodbye to economics forever. But uh, so, you know, look, it, it's exciting to see. And, and we're in this really interesting juncture for the economy right now, as, you know, as we've been discussing for several months now, that yeah. this inflation issue is going to be around for a, for a lot longer. The rate hiking cycles globally are around for a lot longer. And, you know, that discussion of hard landings, recessions in 2023 will be something that I'm sure we'll be talking about in the weeks and months ahead. Stephen, enjoy the week. Thanks, John. That was economist Stephen Kukulis, better known as The Kook. You can find him at thekook.com, T-H-E-K-O-U-K.com, and follow him on Twitter using the handle The Kook. I'm Sean Aylmer, and this is Fear and Greed, the week ahead. 